بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد باب الحلم والانات والرفق قال الله تعالى اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم والكاظمين الغيظ والعافين عن الناس والله يحب المحسنين وقال تعالى خذ العفو وامر بالعرف واعرض عن الجاهلين This chapter we touched on the introduction of it yesterday. As I mentioned, it's linked with the previous chapter which deals with the perfection and beautification of one's akhlaq and character. In the sense that whatever Imam Nawi rahimahullah mentions in this chapter is actually a part of good akhlaq and character. Three qualities he mentions as his the heading of this chapter. We touched on it yesterday, a little more detail with regards to the three qualities. Find that the meaning of these three qualities is very similar. The first of which, Al-Hilm. Hilm, if we literally translate it, it means forbearance. Ulamai Kiram, in the interpretation of this, they have mentioned, Yamlikul insan nafsahu indal ghadab wala yu'aqib. Hilm, forbearance, tolerance, what does it mean? That at the time of anger, a person controls himself. He doesn't give in easily to the dictates of anger, nor does he seek revenge. Rather, he makes sabr. He is patient and he forgives and overlooks the second thing Imam Nawi rahimahullah mentions in the title is Al-Anat. Or again, if you literally translate it, composure. What this actually means is don't be hasty. Take your time. Don't jump to conclusion. Al-Anatu min Allah wal-ujlatu min shaytan Find the famous hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that to be hasty jump to conclusions, etc. This is from shaitan. And anat, to be, to keep your composure, to deliberate, to not be, jump to conclusion based on apparent, how often we look at something, don't apply our minds, and quickly make a decision, only to regret later on. Why? Because, Jumping to conclusions, being hasty, that is from shaitan. But keeping our composure, deliberating, applying our mind, this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the third part of the heading, ar-rifq. In other words, to be soft-natured. There are many, many ahadith with regards to this. Inshallah, in the chapter itself, more detail will come as is the wont of Imam Nawawi rahimahullah. He brings verses of the Qur'an in order to elaborate on his heading or title. The first of the verses, وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضِ If you look at this first verse, it is actually encouragement for hilm, for forbearance, for forgiving, and for being tolerant. Allah Ta'ala in the Qur'an Allah Ta'ala says, Sari'u, 
إلى مغفرة من ربكم وجنة عرضها السماوات والأرض عدد للمتقين لا دلسز أدو ون أذا هيسن apply yourself compete with one another we find this type of this type of terminology interspersed throughout quran sari'u sabiqu human beings by nature are competitive we see it every day in the commercial field in the marketplace each one is trying to outdo the other one quran and hadith encourages us you can't go against your nature it's part of nature to be competitive But like I said, Quran and Hadith encourages us be competitive, but in akhirat rather than in dunya. So Allah says, Sari'u, compete with one another, outdo one another. But ila jannah, in acquiring jannat. And what is jannat? Allah says, Arduha samawat wal ard, the breadth of which is equal to the distance between the heavens and the earth. And then Allah says, Uiddat lil muttaqin. Who did we make jannat for? Who are the rightful owners or the rightful heirs of jannat the recipients of jannat most important quality allah taala says lil muttaqin the people of taqwa this month of ramadan passed kutiba alaykum as-siyam kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun allah says fasting was prescribed upon you as it was upon those that preceded you the nations of the past Why? What is the goal? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you become muttaqi. However, taqwa, you can't see taqwa. You can't wait or measure it in this world. Somebody says, I am muttaqi, or somebody is not muttaqi, how do you tell? So throughout Quran we find wherein Allah Ta'ala mentions to us the osaf, the qualities of the muttaqin. In a hadith, also Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned what are the qualities, how do you gauge whether you have taqwa or not by imbibing yourself with these qualities. What will Allah give you with taqwa? We heard the verse of the Qur'an, اُعِدَّتْ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ Allah says, we pre-made jannah for the people of taqwa. So if you are muttaqi, you are a jannati. Your akhirat is made. Not only akhirat, dunya also is made. Allah Ta'ala, many, many places in the Qur'an, in the ahadith of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we are told, what will Allah give the people of taqwa? وَمَن يَتَّقِ اللَّهِ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ Allah Ta'ala says, if you have taqwa, we will remove, we will make a road for you out of every difficulty. We will give you your rosy and your sustenance from where you couldn't even imagine. Allah says, if you have taqwa, we will forgive all your sins. We will multiply your reward. Allah says, if you have taqwa, Allah will be sufficient for you. Allah will be your sati, Allah will be your companion, Allah will be your helper, Allah will be with you. Throughout Quran we are told, taqwa, taqwa, Allah will give you this and Allah will give you that. So we can't possibly overemphasize the importance of taqwa. Am I muttaqi? Allah gave us one thermometer in this verse, which we have just recited. Allah gave us one yardstick. Like I said, taqwa, you can't see it. But what are the qualities? Are you muttaqi? 
Allah Ta'ala tells us, Hasten towards Jannat, the breath of which is equal to the heavens and the earth. This Jannat, we prepared it for the people of Taqwa. Are you muttaqi? Allah Ta'ala says, these are the signs. A person of Taqwa, how do you tell, do you have Taqwa? Alladheena yunfiquna fi sarra'i wa They are those who spend. In other words, what is Quran telling us? That a person of Taqwa is a generous person. First condition which Allah mentions, generosity. He spends in ease and in adversity. Spend, sympathize with the poor. Have the pain of the hardship of humanity in your heart. This is a sign of a muttaqi. And Allah goes on, which is pertinent to what we are discussing now, which Imam Nawi rahimullah mentioned, وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْضِ Quran is ajib. Literal translation, like we say in Urdu, غُسَّا ko pee jane wale. Those who swallow up their anger. Sometimes when a person is fasting, sometimes your head is paining, sometimes you are not feeling very well, or when circumstances are not going your way or not conducive to the way you want things, then very quickly people get upset and angry. And today what is the sad reality? We justify that anger. It's okay for me to get angry. If my head is paining and you're troubling me, it's okay for me to get angry. If I'm fasting and I'm hungry, it's okay for me to get angry. No, it's not okay. Allah says, swallow your anger. Control your anger. And today, mashallah, if somebody is twice your size and he provokes you, and if you try and retaliate, there's a very good chance that you'll get a good hiding instead of being able to retaliate. In that instance, very quickly you swallow your anger. But when you are twice the size of the person, that's the time nobody wants to swallow his anger. When Quran speaks of swallowing your anger, it is when you are the weaker one. It is when you are the stronger one. And you can give in to the dictates of that anger. That is the anger Allah Ta'ala is talking about. In your house, you are the husband, you are the stronger person, the wife is weaker, generally speaking. Nowadays, sometimes even the masturar go for karate and so on, then it's a different matter. But generally, the husband is the stronger person. So when the provocation is there, you're upset, your wife said something you don't like, or you don't like the way your staff are behaving, or your children are making you upset. How many of us develop this quality within ourselves? Control your anger, control your anger, control your anger. Many, many ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Quran and hadith teaches us anger is destructive. There is no benefit in giving in to the dictates of your anger. You will destroy your home, you will destroy your life, you will destroy your marriages. Marriages are destroyed. In fact, even the kuffar understand this. You'll find psychiatrists, psychologists, they talk of anger management, controlling your anger. We don't need their systems. Quran and Hadith, Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, la taghdab. One sahabi, seven times Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him. He came and said, Ya Rasulullah, give me advice. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam didn't say make tahajjud. Read Quran all the time. Ya Rasulullah, give me advice. In other words, give me concise advice. What does Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam La taqdab, don't become angry. Ya Rasulullah, give me more advice. Again, don't become angry. 
Ya Rasulullah, give me more advice. Don't become angry. Not becoming angry. In other words, don't give in to the dictates of your anger. This is shariat. This is deen. This is what will make you muttaqi. Quran is telling us, the people of taqwa, the owners of jannat, the recipients of jannat, the heirs of jannat, are people who control themselves at the time of anger. Anger is something that is very, very destructive. Today, unfortunately, even in our dini madaris or dini makatib, if you ask a child what he remembers about his ustad, first thing, a lot of children will tell you how angry the ustad used to become. This is not deen. Deen is to control your anger. Bismillah says, Laysa shadidu bi sura. He said, a strong man, a, a, a physically, the, the shadid actually means literally, physically strong. He said, a physically strong man is not a man who will topple somebody in a wrestling match. Who is the strong person? Allah's Rasulullah says, Wa shadid alladhi yamliku nafsahu indal ghadab. It is a man who when the provocation is there, everything is directing him to become angry, he controls himself. It's not that you won't become angry. To become angry is part of nature. The, what Sharia teaches us, not don't become angry, but control yourself. Control yourself at the type of anger. Anger is a fire. It is a fire. If you are not going to put it out, it will destroy Islam does not teach us, a Muslim is not somebody who gives in to the dictates of his anger. So coming back to this verse of the Quran, we run out of time. وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْرِ وَالْكَاظِمِينَ الْغَيْرِ Thermometer, Nabi Pak gave us, Quran gave us a thermometer. Are you muttaqi? Is taqwa coming? Whole of Ramzan went, did I, did I progress in Ramadan? Check now. How is your behavior? How quickly you are becoming angry? How quickly you become upset. How quickly you give in to the dictates of that anger. Keep this verse of the Quran in front of us. Every time something is tempting us to become angry and to give in to the dictates of that anger, Allah says, the people of taqwa who They are those who swallow up the anger, drink up the anger, control the anger.